Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today. Hey, stand by for the next 20 minutes. You're going to hear of one of my most fascinating and highly rated guests. He has been with us regularly, and you may have read his book. His book is called Your 100-Year Heart, available on Amazon. You may have heard him speak at a group. He talks about living to 100 with quality, and he's got a speech about Dr. Smartphone. We'll see you now. You probably have heard him on Exacoach Radio if you've been listening to us any, for any time. We've talked about a lot of different health issues. He is Dr. Jerry Kornfeld. Dr. Jerry Kornfeld is Ask Dr. Jerry. You may have seen him on TV. But today we're going to talk about some of the advances and some of the developments in two things that ought to make you want to listen, heart disease and cancer, two of the biggest killers that we have. And Dr. Jerry is on a crusade to help people to deal with those issues, work with them, minimize the risks. And here he is, Dr. Jerry Kornfeld. Dr. Jerry, welcome to the show. Hey, Bill. Thank you. It's always great to be with you guys. It's fun. To, it's always fun for us because I always learn something. I, I get a little bit scared from our interviews, and then I, I go uh, do something about it. Like I told you a couple times ago, you talked about probiotics and Absolutely. And I went online and got some probiotics and uh, everything, you know, you, you always keep me on my toes. How have you okay, been? My intent, my intent is not to <laughs> frighten you. It's just to make you aware so you can take the steps to take care of any problem. Always identify the problem, deal with the problem, and then go on with your lives. Don't get up, you know, obsessed on the problem. That's very, very important. But, again, we, we're going to talk about two areas today that I'm really very excited about because they are – Something that is going to be it was well needed, and it's finally happened. And and uh, as you mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you said that we're going to talk today about heart disease and advances in cancer treatment. Yes. And there's yes. so much going on in those areas. It's, it seems like every time we talk, even if it's only a month or so apart, new things are happening. So fill us in. Exactly. Tell us what's going on. Okay. Well, first of all, let me just tell you one of the exciting developments in heart attack identification. One of the major problems we all have is all of a sudden we wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and we have chest pain. Is it a heart attack? Oh, my gosh, what's going on? Am I, am I dying? And we start to panic. And then you call the doctor, you call, you call me, and I say, look, I don't take any chances. If you're having a problem and it's in the chest and it could be a heart attack, I'd rather you went to the ER and let them make the diagnosis because I don't want to miss something. And if it turns out it wasn't a heart attack, great, you go home and you can rest. So that's been a very, very major issue. Well, finally, uh, the Israeli uh, uh, medical uh, pharmacology industry has come up with something that really blows me away. They now have a test that you can do at home. 
It's just a finger stick blood test that will tell you within 15 minutes whether you are having a heart attack or not. So just think of the anxiety that can be resolved. You're home, you have this chest pain, you stick your finger, it's a blood test, not a heart attack, you go back to sleep. I think that is a major, major breakthrough. Wow. It's going to save many hours in emergency rooms. It's going to save lots of anxiety, and it's going to be available on the market very soon. So you'll be able to buy it, have it in your bedroom, at your bedside, at the table, wherever, and you get scared, you get frightened, you just stick your finger, and you'll have an answer within 15 minutes. Big, big breakthrough. It's going to save a lot of anxiety, a lot of money, and it's going to be fantastic. So that's my heart attack, and I think that's a major, major, major step uh, for us to let's be able talk, to have let's, Let's talk about right. that for just a second, because I have some questions yes. for you, Dr. Jerry. Like, uh, yes. I always thought, you know, when a heart attack comes on, I, I didn't know you had time to think about whether it's a heart attack or not. Are there many different types and severities of heart attacks? No, a heart attack, by definition, is an obstruction of one of the coronary arteries, so blood cannot get through uh, to the muscle of the heart, and the heart cannot function because obviously the blood carries the oxygen. So a heart attack, um, depending upon its location and the artery that is involved, that is occluded, um, can be a very, very serious thing. Uh, we, what we call a widow artery, which is the, the left main artery of the heart. That is the most important artery in your heart. And if you have a clot in that artery, that is a very, very potentially lethal weapon. So there's not, there's, depending upon the size of the clot, and the location of the clot in whatever artery it is. And there are several arteries in the heart that can be obstructed uh, when a clot breaks off. So uh, it, it's, time, time is important. And if it's really severe, and, and I didn't want to mislead you, if it's really severe, obviously, my, my first recommendation always is call 911. As I said, I always, I always don't want to t take chances. I want you to, to make sure that you rule out whatever it is and not to fool around because it is a heart. But this new test, though, will give you the opportunity, and it happens much more rapidly. I, I said within 15 minutes, but you'll, you'll get the response much more rapidly, mm -hmm. and it'll give you an answer that solves a lot of lot of anxiety. So, no, there's, there's only a heart attack is strictly uh, a coronary occlusion. Um, mm -hmm. We call okay. it a myocardial infarction in MI, but that's what it is. It's a, a blockage of one of the major arteries in the heart. Well, several years ago, several years ago, I, I woke up in the middle of the night with a chest pain, and I went to the hospital because I thought it might be something like that. And yes, it turns absolutely. out I had strained, I had strained a muscle uh, in my in my chest wall, and yeah. they and they told me that's that's kind of a common thing for a lot of people. They think, oh my gosh, it's it's a pain in the middle of your chest. You better get right to the hospital and not mess around. So I guess in that situation, I could have taken the the, the finger test the blood test, and, and had some yeah, comfort exactly. knowing that it wasn't that. Exactly, because that's, that many, many people have chest pain, and it's not a heart attack. But the question is, do you want to fool around? What happens if it is a mm -hmm. heart attack? So I always told you, my advice to my patient always was, don't fool around, get to the ER. So you wasted a trip and it turned out to be nothing, good, get a good night's sleep. So, but this is going to help tremendously in avoiding that problem. So yeah, it's a, it's a major great. breakthrough. That's great. Yeah. Are there are there uh, do you know of many situations where you've heard of people that have had heart attacks, um, serious heart attacks, and they they are able to say, you know, I should have known the warning signs. Um, yesterday I had a throbbing in my chest. Are there are there warning signs well before heart attacks where people should say, you know, uh, that went away, but I should probably get that checked right away. 
Okay, well, there are classic things that we do. And the first thing I would do uh, with a patient is ask them if they have any risk factors. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the risk factors, of course, you know, high blood pressure, uh, elevated cholesterol, uh, elevated LDL cholesterol, sorry, decreased uh, uh, HDL cholesterol, and elevated LDL cholesterol. Uh, that, those are risk factors. But second of all, the location, the classic and this is a textbook classic, but unfortunately many heart attacks don't follow this rule, but the textbook classic is a crushing pain, the left side of your chest going into your left shoulder and going down your left arm. That is a classic description of a heart attack. But you can have pain in the center of your chest. People describe it as somebody sitting on their chest. You can have pain in the back, in the neck. It can radiate, and it does radiate, uh, for example, angina, which is chest pain with exercise, is a narrowing of one of the major vessels. And that narrowing, because, again, lack of blood and oxygen, can cause you to have pain. And that pain, classically, uh, can go into your neck, it can go into your uh, lower jaw, um, into your shoulder, and down your arm. Classic textbook picture, though, is uh, sudden chest pain, center of your chest, the left side of your chest, radiating to the left shoulder, left arm, and the left side of your neck. Good information for, for our listeners who, of course, oh, most of our listeners, as you know, Dr. Jerry, are in that age when they might be, you know, they might be uh, thinking about that type of thing, and they need to know those symptoms because quick action is really the Absolutely, and the most important thing that I'm emphasizing, and we talked about this previously, is changing the statistic that heart disease is our number one killer because it does not have to be. It is a majority of cases, a preventable disease. And that's what my book is all about, how to prevent yourself from having a heart attack. That's why I call it your 100-year heart. So it's a preventable disease, and that's what frustrated me. That's why I wrote the book. I saw so many of my young patients dying from a heart attack. And so lifestyle mm-hmm. is the key, and we've talked about that before. But I want, any, I want to get on to this, uh, this cancer thing, too, Bill. Mm-hmm. Any other question about the heart? <clears throat> No, that's very, that's very very helpful as usual, Dr. Jerry. Thank you. Okay, this cancer. Let me let me give you a little bit of anatomy lesson because I think I want I want to build up so your audience. I mean, you're all intelligent people, and I think if I lay this out, our body, the miraculous aspect of this thing we call our body, is unbelievable. I mean, we have systems. And every one of the systems in our body, the cardiovascular system, the musculoskeletal system, the nervous system, uh, the respiratory system, every one of these systems has a function. And the function is so technical that it blows your mind away how the body knows to do this. For example, you have a cell in your pancreas called a beta cell. Your fasting blood sugar, usually normal, somewhere between 80 and 110. You eat a meal that's high in sugar, and your blood sugar goes up to 140. That cell in your pancreas knows that. How it knows that, I have no idea. But it knows that your blood sugar has gone from its normal 80, 90 range to 150. And immediately, that beta cell gets a message to release a hormone to lower that blood sugar. And that hormone is called insulin. Now, if that cell is broken and it's not functioning correctly, that's what diabetes is all about. The beta cell cannot release the insulin, the blood sugar stays up. Well, that's just one, one small example of the miracle of every one of these systems and how they function in your body. And nobody ever thinks about 
our systems, our body, and its miracles. But you're talking about technology, you're talking about the computer. Nothing could compare with how your body knows what the normal blood test should be. How does your body know what your blood sugar should be? How does your body know what your potassium is? All these things, but it knows and it knows it all. All right, so knowing all those systems and how they function and how important they are. Several years ago, I was doing a Vistage talk, and I was talking to the audience about this miracle of the body. The end of the talk, one of the gentlemen came over to me and said, Dr. Kornfeld, I got a question for you. If your body and its systems are so fantastic, and those systems are there to keep your body healthy, how come we cannot cure cancer? I said, you know, that is really a very good question. The answer to it, and it's really what today's talk is all about, is that when you think about things in relative terms, time-wise, I'm saying relatively term, you think about what time is. Well, you have to understand, we have only been on this planet for several thousands of years as humans, as humans, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Now, we have still have to learn how to use our body to all the extent of its uses. So the answer to his question was, we have an immune system. The immune system is in our body for one purpose, to keep us free of disease. That's its job. Just like I told you, the beta cell in the pancreas, its job is to release the insulin. Your immune system's job is to keep your body healthy. So a bacteria, a virus, a fungus, any of these things come into your body. The immune system's job is to immediately release something called the T cell, which we've talked about before, or an additional cell I'm going to throw in now called an NK or natural killer cell. These cells are released. They attack the enemy, whoever it might be, and their job is to destroy them. Unfortunately, the ability of the T cell and the NK cell to destroy the enemy is not fully mature yet. We are just, with time, evolving more and more knowledge about how it functions and how it works. So what is that? It takes me now to today. You've heard me talk about your power and the power of your thoughts. Well, the work being done at the Dana-Farber Cancer Clinic is phenomenal because they're talking now about your body and your body's ability to control cancer. So all the research is going into the fact that we are now developing as much knowledge as they can with the immune system. Up until now, cancer therapy has been chemotherapy, surgery, radiation therapy, traditionally. They've been treating the cancer. They have not been learning what the immune system is doing and why the T cell cannot destroy the cancer. They now have found an answer to why the T cell can destroy the cancer or cannot destroy the cancer. The cancer cell is a very intelligent cell. And we talked Mm -hmm. about the glioblastoma before and the poliovirus and the fact that they are using the poliovirus, injecting it directly into the cancer cell that causes a brain tumor, glioblastoma, because the cancer cell has a membrane on the outside of it that is there to not allow the T cell to destroy it. Cancer cell is very smart. It puts up its own defense system. Our T cells go to attack it, but they can't. Well, they've injected the polio virus into the cancer cell. It got rid of the membrane, and the T cell and K cells are now destroying the cancer cell. But what's so important about this is that the Dana-Farber Clinic has accepted this as a reality now. 
The whole concept of mind-body medicine is getting more explosive on a daily basis. And they now are dealing almost 100% with using the body. And they're having great, great responses. They've had a fantastic response with a melanoma. You know, melanoma is the skin cancer, the dark region that you have on your body that you want to stay out of the sun. And they've had difficulties with stage 3 and stage 4 melanomas in curing them. Using this new concept and the development they have of trying to educate their T cells and NK cells to attack the melanoma cancer cell, they have come up now with several fantastic drugs that do exactly that. So the whole emphasis of treating the cancer with uh, the chemo, etc., is now being replaced, not sort of with, but replaced with the emphasis on exploring and intensifying the ability of our immune system. And it's a matter of learning how to do it. And that's why today, as you said, uh, things are changing so rapidly. With this yes. whole artificial intelligence thing, this whole AI research is coming in at such a rapid rate that we'll be able to solve these problems. I'm looking forward for the next five years to seeing a major, major development as far as cancer is concerned. So there it is. There's two exciting things. It's we're learning about our body and we're learning how to use it. And if we have not yet learned how to use the immune system to its capacity, mm-hmm. so instead of treating the cancer with chemo, and of course that kills all the good cells too, and you get very sick, they're now working specifically on the immune system and the T cell and that, how to get that T cell to be more effective and cure the cancer cell. There it is, my two exciting that, pieces yeah. of news. It's yes. very exciting. It's, it's amazing that, you know, after so many years of dedicated research, and uh, an accelerated pace of, of using um, artificial intelligence and thought processes and computers, we're now at, at a tipping point where we've, we've figured something out that we can, we can actually go teach ourselves something. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, you know, the thing, Bill, is that it, it sounds, as we said, so simple. Like when they first made the announcement about the polio virus and the glioblastoma, I thought, wow, that's it. That's it. Let's put the emphasis on our immune system and learn how to use our T cells. Well, they're there. Everything is there waiting for us to learn how to use it. So I'm a firm believer that the whole cure to all these diseases, our body can take care of it if we just find out how we do it. And it may take another 500 years. I don't know how long it's going to take until we know every aspect about how to get our body to function. But there's no question in my mind. Um, And this sounds a little bit... Um, uh, maybe uh, not something that, that the, uh, the, the strict uh, physicists would accept, but I think there's a, there's a part of our body that, um, that has a very, very creational role to it. I just have difficulty mm-hmm. accepting the fact that it's just the Big Bang. It's, I'm, I'm just so awed by what our body can do. I get carried away sometimes. It, so. I <laughs> do, yeah, well, you know, here's, here's my level of, of uh, where I'm impressed. How does the aspirin know to go to your your sore toe or your headache? (laughs) That's the level that most of us think at, Dr. Jerry. It's amazing what's going on in the in the scientific labs, the things that they're coming up with, and the pace of again the pace of accelerated change in knowledge. And we've reached that tipping point now where we're 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 in a position to uh, to win. Now the other amazing thing is that no matter how much we figure out. There's always something else out there, whether it's Mother Nature or inside of our bodies, that's going to throw out challenges. But we're getting much better at at diagnosing and figuring things out 
and now teaching ourselves how to yeah. respond. That's amazing. I propose what you just said, Bill. We had a, when I was a medical school, I had a professor who always taught us, for every disease we cure, a new one is going to pop up to take its place. And we've seen that happen, uh, especially uh, with AIDS. Uh, but that's a whole other subject. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're absolutely right. There's always something out there that's lurking. That we have to, that's about this whole lesson of learning how our yep. T cells function against all types of enemies. And yeah. that's what we're doing. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah, and, and even on the – I've seen the, the newer commercials on the, the the Microsoft Cloud, I guess they're they're calling those commercials, where they're saying we're trapping mosquitoes to figure out and use the supercomputers to, to figure out what's going on in their DNA so that it's not a surprise anymore. It doesn't hit us by surprise when a, when a virus breaks out. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's phenomenal, like in your lifetime, to see – what the medical advance changes are, Dr. Jerry. We, you know, and every, like I said, now it's every every month. You've got something new to tell us. I appreciate you coming on and sharing the great news with us. It's always exciting to hear from you, and always gives us um, clarity and hope. So thank you so much for coming on. And, and again, well, for our listeners, you can reach Dr. Jerry at k at by email. Right? Is that the best way, Dr. Jerry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. KJB okay. Corn at AOL. KJB Corn. KJB K O R N at AOL dot com. Right. And, and, and uh, it just I it just keeps on getting more and more exciting and that's why that's what Ask Doctor Jerry is all about. My role as Ask Doctor Jerry is to share the latest information and get it out to everybody as much as I can. So thank you for giving me the opportunity you, to share that. You do it well. And by the way, you know, if you're listening and you're in a Vistage group or some other type of a business owner group, Dr. Jerry has a great talk ready for to talk with you. Or if you belong to a, a group that might want um, to hear about um, some of these advances, and uh, please get in touch. Dr. Jerry, thanks so much for coming on again. I look forward to the next time. My pleasure, Bill. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a short break. Be right back after this, so please stay tuned. 